those beautiful sanctuary attendants come and prepare you you can grab an envelope if you'd like to give in the house if you are of the digital A's, we actually have five ways to give the first way being you can text new antioch to 77977 and that will lead you to our digital giving the next way is that you can go if you are at home and already on watching us live stream from your computer just slide on over to newantioch-aliante.org and that will also prompt you to take you to our online giving. The next way we have is the favorite of the new generation. We got cash app, y'all. Dollar sign, new A, Aliante. Make sure you put the two A's and please make sure you put your government name in there so that we can make sure that we can track your giving. And for those who are in the house or those who may be overseas because our reach is expanding, y'all, you can give your tithe or your offering to 2550 Nature Park Drive, North Las Vegas, Nevada, 89084, Suite 100, if you would like to mail it in. And this is my testimony. When you trust in the Lord with all your heart, you don't lean to your own understanding because it sure don't make sense. God has done something great in my life. He's done something mighty in my life. And I just want to give him the glory and the honor. I shared this morning that I had a prayer for many years for God to answer in my life. And I believed God. I didn't give up. I didn't listen to what the old folks told me, but I believed him. And I came one night to our, our prayer service and our pastor was saying, Anybody have a bold prayer to pray? Come on up. Then I didn't get up. I was, I was embarrassed. I didn't want to get up. Even though the Holy Spirit was unctioning me, I felt like I prayed this prayer a lot of times. And it ain't, it ain't come through yet, but I believe God. But I'm going to keep it to myself this time. But God had other plans, and our pastor called me up, and she said, come on up and sing this song. I'm like, man, sing the song. I said, pastor, I whispered in her ear, can I sing my bold prayer? She said, well, I was going to tell you to do it anyway. And I got up there, and I said two prayers. I said, God, I stand boldly before you that I be the worship leader you called me to be. That I sing boldly and not be nervous and try to conform to what I think I'm supposed to be, but what you called me to be. And then God, I said, if it's all right, God, my prayer is that you would grab me with a child. And I began to weep and God began to do something great in my life. And a month or two later, I found that we're expecting, my husband and I, we're having a child. So I came to encourage you this afternoon that whatever God told you, not man, whatever God told you, believe it. It may not happen right away. It may take a couple years, but believe God. I trust God and I thank him because he did a mighty thing in my life. Hallelujah. God is a God of bigger things. He's not a God of small things, but you got to believe. 
Hallelujah. Is that all right? Every we promise. More, more, more. More, more, more. More, more, more. I want y'all to understand something. Stay right there for a second. I want you to stay right there for a second, Mike. Because I want us all to be together. And what she's singing about, she gave her testimony. But we stand on scripture over here. And so this song, we're standing on scripture. It's our foundation. For those who keep saying, why they keep saying the same thing over and over? More, more, more. Get ready, get ready. More, more, more. Are you ready? Are you ready? Because we serve a God who does abundantly more than what you can ask or think. That means so whatever you thought you was asking for, you prayed your prayer. He said, I'm going to do abundantly more than what you thought I could do. There's some miracles standing in the room right now. She gave a testimony. Jamila, we was there that night. When she said, looked at me she said babies are coming babies are coming babies are coming and I looked at Jamila and said I seen him do it 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 more 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 what do you have what are you praying about what are you seeking God for do you believe that he said whatever abundantly, exceedingly more than what you asked me for? Do you believe that God can bless you beyond what you asked for? So we, I'm going to let you do it one more time, but I want you, don't sing it to us. I want you to sing it in your own spirit. Whatever you need from God, whatever you're seeking, I want you to say, God, I laid my prayer before you. It had been a long time on a husband been praying we stand believing. More, more, more. More, more, more. Hallelujah. Y'all got it? I believe you. More, more, more. 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 today but there's obedience that you have to do and you have to stay in flow with the Holy Spirit and so I understand that there are a few people in the house that you have something laid before God and so I just want to take a few minutes I want to pray right now because 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 this is an answer to prayer on Monday Pastor Marias, he and Monique were doing what they do on Monday with the finances and everything. Uh -huh. 
and he came across the name. It was just the name on the paper. And he just broke out in prayer. And me and Monique were looking at him like, well, what's happening? What you doing? He said, I don't know. I just felt God say pray. The person had been to church in months. Out on work, out on duty. He just walked up to me and he said, look who's at church today. It had been months. Y'all, this is a praying house. No matter how long it takes, we pray believing that our prayers are reaching God's ears and that he is pouring out answers. He's moving in our prayers. And so just really quick, just really quick, Moraz, I want you to come. Shemaine, I want you to come. I just wanted you to touch hands with people. I don't want you to work too hard, girlfriend. But if you believe in God for something, and she said that she almost stood back, she said, I was going to keep this prayer to myself. But then she said something pushed her forward. And you know what pushing you forward does? It put God on display. Because if I see it in front of all of y'all, and God does it, then he has just proved himself one more time. And so if you're in the room, and you say, you know what, Pastor Sharonda, I'm believing God for something. And I'm believing him for more, more, more. Then I want you to just come, y'all. We're not going to pray long unless the Holy Spirit take y'all somewhere. I just want y'all to come and touch hands with this man and woman of God.
of here. Prayer is what we do. So for those of you who are who are visiting, this is a praying house. We believe in the transference of the anointing and of the spirit. So that's why we touch, we touch and agree. The Bible says where the two or three of you are, if you agree on anything in my name, then it shall be done. And so that's what, that's what you witness. So I don't want you to be uncomfortable, but this is one thing that we do know that the Holy Spirit has the autonomy to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And so I'm believing for every prayer that was prayed in this place. I am a witness to answered prayer. God does not let us forget that he calls us into the place of prayer and he answered our prayer. I know that's very demonstrative for some of you, but for some of you to get that prayer answered, I'll be demonstrative. If that prayer is going to get answered, I'll, I'll look silly in front of y'all. <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes if it means that my prayer, this big bold prayer that I have before God is going to be answered. And there's some people that are in this room that they got some big stuff, Chikwe. They got some big stuff, Brittany. They got some big stuff before God. And so we're continuing in prayer with our family, with Shemaine and Ronnie. We're continuing in prayer. We're continuing on in prayer with what God wants to do. And so thank you, praise team. Thank you for that. We needed that. I could feel something in the atmosphere from this morning. And I knew that. And I believe that the Holy Spirit said, but I ain't done yet. And so let's get to this. I'm praying that we can move right on through this. But this is for us. And this has to do with those of you who said, I don't know what all this prayer stuff. I don't know what all this stuff y'all doing up in this church on today. Um, I want us to just take a listen to this. I'm praying that it falls upon good ground, that this word is seed that will go into your spirit and bear fruit. And so I'm, I'm grateful for the place of prayer and that, and that we have prayed. So now we can get to this word. Will y'all stand with me all over the place as we press our way into the word of God on this afternoon? Um, I am Pastor Sharonda Manor Foster. I am the co-pastor here for all of our visitors. This is our senior pastor, Dr. Naida Parson. And welcome to New Antioch Christian Fellowship at Aliante. Let's read together. We're reading in Daniel 6, 1 through 4. And it reads, It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And over these three governors of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give account to them so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel, Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. So the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful. Nor was there any error or fault found in him. Then these men said, 
we shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. You may have your seat. For those of you who I have not seen, Happy New Year and welcome to 2023. Our theme for this year over here is Level Up 2.3. We are leveling up 2.3. You know that 2.3 is for the year 2023. And not only are we leveling up, we're declaring we up. There's no questions, no doubt. We're not staying where we at. We up. And let's see, Nue, are we ready for it? Nue! Nue! When are we up? No cheer at the end. Let's do it again and let's kill it. Y'all, we got to show out for the visitors. Come on. No way. No way. When are we up? When are we up? When are we up? When are we up? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And I want us to keep that same energy all year. We up. Through challenges, through misunderstandings, through mistakes and disappointments, we up. Through triumphs and successes, promotion and blessings, we up. We're thinking up, we're believing up, we're behaving up, we're growing up, we're moving up, we up. This month, we are leveling up spiritual excellence. All year, we're going to be leveling up. This month, the best way to start the year out is we're leveling up spiritual excellence. Spiritual excellence. And so I wanted to start with a definition for, for this talk this morning. And your spirit, your spirit, your spirit is the place, that, that part of you, the inner part of you that connects with God, your spirit. And so then spiritual is the attitude, the character, and the actions that maintain and build that connection, spiritual. And then excellence. Excellence is the quality of being outstanding or extremely good. It is distinction. It is greatness. It is superiority. Excellence. So if we are leveling up our spiritual excellence, then that is the inner part of us that connects with God and the attitude, the character, and the actions that build that connection are increasing, are leveling up to outstanding, to extremely good, to distinct and remarkable. Let me say that one more time. If we are leveling up our spiritual excellence, then that means that the inner part of us, that part that connects with God, our attitude, our character, and our actions that build and maintain that connection, then we're saying we're leveling those up. We're increasing them to outstanding, to extremely good, to distinct, and to remarkable. We're leveling up our spiritual excellence. I found this quote by Booker T. Washington, and I'm going to hang my hat on it today. He said, excellence is to do a common thing in an uncommon way. Excellence to do a common thing in an uncommon way. And so there are many things that we do in the natural that are common. Take basketball, for instance. There are people all over the place, even right now, playing basketball. Little kids are playing basketball in the yard and, and on the street corner. There are people in the gyms that's, that's playing basketball. There are people in their high schools and even in their colleges that's, that's playing basketball. And even in big arenas, there are people that are playing basketball. It's common to play basketball. But then you take a Kobe Bryant with... <laughs> 
that wasn't even Pam Lambie. I thought that was going to be Pam. But then you take a Kobe Bryant with his attitude, his character, and his actions to make it uncommon. He made it uncommon. He's not just, though, he wasn't just those guys playing on the playground. He made it excellent by his character, his attitude, and his actions. And then we take uh, um, television shows and, and news anchors and, and talk shows. They're all over the place. There are hundreds of thousands of channels on TV. And, and now YouTube came on the scene. And there's even more hundreds of thousands of people on there doing talk shows and interviews and, and producing their own shows. Common. Common for people to get on there and, and talk and interview people. But then you take a Oprah Winfrey with her attitude, her character, and her actions to make the common uncommon. She made it excellent. And then there's, there's one more, you know, all of y'all, y'all, y'all social media people that I want to be an influencer. I want to blow up like some of those folks did. I want to get on there and talk about my life and, and live my life out over here. It's common. You go on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. You got all of these people that are unknown people, but they're trying to do a common thing. But then you take a Tabitha Brown with her attitude, her character, and her actions, and she made it uncommon. She made it excellent. And so I, but that's, that's, that's basketball excellence, and that's, that's television excellence, and that's influencer excellence. But what about the things of God? What about the spiritual things? Aren't those things common too? We talked about prayer, and we believe in prayer. As Jesus followers, we pray, but do you know that prayer is a common thing to do? Did you know that Christians and Jesus followers are not the only people that are praying? Did you know that Buddhists and, and Hinduists, uh, even Satanists, pray? Prayer is a common thing. And then there's fasting that us, us Christians do. Fasting is a common thing. Because you go to the doctor for anything and he wants you to fast for that procedure before you can come back. There are those who, in other religions, other customs that fast. There are those sitting in this room right now that said, I'm on an intermittent fasting diet. And so they are, they're fasting. So fasting is common. But how do we level up what's common, make it uncommon, therefore leading to spiritual excellence? since it's so common. I'm glad you asked that. Because this is where we find Daniel in the text. Daniel is an Israelite from Judah. The king of Babylon has come and taken all of the people of Judah captive. These are God's people. And now they are being held captive by the Babylonians as slaves. Daniel was among those that the king called into his own personal service. Unlike the treatment of the slaves in this country, at that time, the king chose the best of those who were held in captivity. The best of those who were slaves. He gave them uh, the best of what he had. He chose the, the good looking ones, the gifted ones, those who were wise, those who had a quick understanding. Those are the ones of all of the people who were slaves. He said, I want the best of them because I want them 
to come and work in my palace. I want them to come and work with me. He taught them language and, and literature. He was trying to bend them to the Babylonian culture and no longer the, the Israelite a culture. They were fed from the king's table. It wasn't slop. It wasn't trash and leftovers that they were thrown. They had the choice food and the choice wine. They trained them for three years before they were even able to go and work in the king's palace. They needed them to be the best that they could be. It says this of Daniel. It says the king said, and I'm going to change the words because he has satraps in there, but I want y'all to understand what I'm saying. It says the king said 120 governors over the whole kingdom. And then three administrators over the 120. And then the king said at the top of that, I want y'all to see the pyramid of leadership. And so at this point, Daniel is one of the three that's looking over the 120. But then it says in verse three, then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors, above the governors and the administrators because an excellent spirit was in him and the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm so it would have been the 120 and then it would have been those two then it would have been Daniel and then the king Daniel distinguished himself he said himself apart from everybody else what was it that Daniel was doing how did he distinguish himself what was this excellent spirit that was with in him Daniel was doing a common thing in an uncommon way Daniel was leveling up his spiritual excellence the common thing to do when we're in captivity, is to do whatever the person or your captors are asking you to do because you don't want any more trouble from them. You feel like they have the upper hand. They can do whatever they want to you. And I want us to see that. But in this case, he was being treated very well by them. His whole, all of his people have been held captive. Why wouldn't Daniel comply? Isn't that what you do? You're in a place, and I love this, because a whole lot of us feel like, wait a minute, Pastor Ron, I'm not being held captive, but where are you? And are you so pleased with the things of this world that you have become common? Are you doing anything that is uncommon? Are you going along to get along? Because Daniel decided to do an uncommon thing. But I wanted to ask us, as we level up our, our spiritual excellence, are we commoners? Or are we doing an, an uncommon thing? Is it us to just partake of the worldly things? Is it us to eat up the rich food and the wine that this world has to offer? The fun and the entertainment that this world has to offer? Are we commoners? Or are we uncommon when you think of all of the things that are at our fingertips and we live in Las Vegas we can just about do whatever we want whenever we want are we partaking in that or have we set ourselves aside as the uncommon but why would I do that to level up your spiritual excellence so that I don't look like everybody else I love this because this meets Daniel right where he is pastor talked about this on uh, yesterday some of us are only leveling up our spiritual excellence when we're in the right place. We're only leveling it up when we think about it. 
Either we gotten in trouble and need to draw closer to God. Or we feel like we're good right now. I ain't messed up for a while. And so I'm, I'm in a good place. And so I'm with God. And so I'm uncommon. Right now I'm doing the uncommon thing. But as soon as we get pulled out. As soon as something pulls us the other way. Now we're back to being common. Now I'm like one of them. But I love this because Daniel was in a place. He was in a hard place, but even in a hard place, he decided to do the right thing, the uncommon thing, and not become like everybody else that were in the place. Do you look uncommon or do you look like the commoners? The first thing that Daniel did to level up his spiritual excellence is to resolve in his heart. The New King James Version says, Daniel purposed in his heart not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. He asked the chief official that was watching over him to not make him defile himself with this food. See, the king was feeding them the best of the best. The king was feeding them rich food and wine. Daniel decided, I'm going to be uncommon. I don't want this food. The Bible really doesn't tell us why he decided not to eat the king's food. It could have been because of their custom and they were eating something that the Israelites didn't eat. It could have been because the food was offered up to idols. We don't know why he didn't eat it, but he decided to talk to the guy who was over them. Mind you, he's a slave. Let, let, me, let me try out something else. Let me see if I can eat these vegetables in the water and still maintain my health so that I don't defile my body. And eat what is on the king's table. I ask you. Have you resolved in your heart. Not to eat. What's on the king's table. What is in this world. Where we are. The enemy rules this y'all. What on that king's table. Have you decided. I'm not going to be common. And I'm not defiling myself. With these things. You don't have to say what it is, but a whole bunch of that stuff we pulling off of the table. And so we look common. We pulling weed smoking and vaping off of the table. And so we look common. We pulling pornography off of the table. And so we look common. But we're supposed to be leveling up our spiritual excellence. Oh, by the way, this is for people who want to level up their spiritual excellence. But I'm decided that I don't want to defile myself or my life with what is on this table. Some of you got extramarital affairs that are on the table. And you're defiling your home and your marriage and your family with what you're pulling off of here. Some of you just want to be wild. I want to live wild. I want to do whatever I want to do. I want to eat whatever I want to eat. So whatever is on the king's table, that's what you eat. And so you got a problem with somebody saying, do you really need another piece of cake? You got a problem because you like the spread that's on the king's table, even though you know it's not good for you. It's not good for your health. It's not good for your blood sugar. We have to resolve in our hearts that I'm not going to be a, a commoner, that I am going to do the uncommon thing to level up my spiritual excellence. And so the first thing that Daniel does was resolve in his heart. The second thing that he does is remain steadfast. It said they tried to set Daniel up. He was so distinguished and favored by God 
the other leaders became jealous of Daniel. They convinced the king to issue an edict that you could only pray to the king and no other God. They knew Daniel prayed every day. And if someone did, then they would be thrown into the lion's den. Well, Daniel, again, he prayed three times a day, every day. That was his custom. And so when he heard about this edict, he's in captivity already. He's in the king's land. If he continues to pray to his God, he's going to be thrown in the lion's den. The common thing to do would be to say, you know what? I'm going to stop praying to my God. I'm only going to pray to your God. I'm only going to bow down to the gods of this land. But that's not what Daniel did. Daniel leveled up his spiritual excellence by doing the uncommon thing. He prayed anyway. Not only did Daniel pray, because now these folks are, are trying, to, trying to catch him. They're trying to catch him up. Not only did he pray, but he went back to his window where he always prayed, turned toward Jerusalem in the window, and he prayed to his God. How many of us would be bold enough to do the uncommon thing? How many of you are bold enough right now to say, I'm leveling up my spiritual excellence, but we're hiding to pray? Nobody even knows that you pray. Nobody in your house even know that you pray. You go in your room and you close the door. You sit at the table and say, I'm praying in my mind. So don't nobody know that you're worshiping God. You're doing the common thing. Daniel was doing an uncommon thing, even, no, even though the circumstances were difficult. Dr. Martin Luther King said this. Shout out to Dr. King. It's his holiday weekend. Dr. King said this. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in the moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Where are you standing when it's not comfortable? When you have to own up to your God, claim your God, or put it out there that I'm with God, where are you when it's uncomfortable? Where are you at when you're with your other friends? Your other friends that don't know you go to church. Your other friends that don't know you come to prayer. How is it then when you're in the middle of a challenging time and a controversy? Are you still able to do an uncommon thing? Or do you become a commoner and shape shift to the group that you're with? Because if I'm with y'all then I really don't pray and I really don't fast and I really don't talk about God. But when I'm with them, I'm so deep and holy. And all I want to do is talk about God and what God has done for me. But to walk a straight line, and this has been my prayer since I started this whole life. I said, God, I want to be the same all the time. I don't want to have to be different over here and then talk different over here. I don't want to be able to cuss over here and then I got to remember not to cuss over here. I don't want to remember to talk about people over here, but I got to remember I can't talk about people when I'm with them. I want to walk a straight line. I want to do the uncommon thing and just walk this line. But these people were out after Daniel, but Daniel remained steadfast. I want you to hear what Paul said to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 3. This is in the voice Bible because I like the way it read. This is what Paul writes to them. You know, they were wild people, the Corinthians. 
And it says, my brothers and sisters, I cannot address you as people who walk by the Spirit. I have to speak to you as people who tend to think in merely human terms, as spiritual infants in Christ. I nursed you with milk as a mother would feed her baby because you were not and still are not developed enough to digest complex spiritual food. And here's why. You are still living in the flesh, not in the spirit. How do I know? Are you fighting with one another? Are you comparing yourselves to the others and becoming consumed with jealousy? Then it sounds like you are living in the flesh. No different from the rest who live by the standards of this rebellious and broken world. Y'all, we cannot be like the people who was setting Daniel up. We have to be those who are willing to level up our spiritual excellence. We cannot remain to say, I'm still a baby in this. Some of us, you way past the baby stage. Now, some of you just got into this. But some of you are way past the baby stage. And we have to be able to speak to you with some complex spiritual food. But you're still on milk. You're still comparing yourselves to one another. You're still fighting with one another. You're still jealous of one another. But that's not us. Those was the people who was trying to trap Daniel. Right? That's not us. Because we are those who are leveling up our spiritual excellence. And so what Daniel did, he resolved in his heart. He remained steadfast. He prayed anyhow. He didn't hide who he served. He didn't hide who he was. He remained. The other thing that Daniel did was he relied on God. He relied on God. And so these people, the ones who was jealous of him, the ones who were fighting against him, the ones who uh, compared themselves to him, they did get the king to sign this edict. They did get him to sign that you can't pray to any other God. Well, we know that Daniel remained steadfast. Therefore, Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. He had to face this hardship for his God. He had to remain steadfast and say, God, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. I'm believing in you. I'm relying on you. And so it troubled the king to throw Daniel into this lion's den. But he did. And as the king threw him in there, he said, man, Daniel, I sure hope your God saves you. Daniel, I believe your God will pull you out because he had already signed and had to do what he said he would do. The next morning after they threw him in the lion's den with the lions and rolled the rock over the covering, the king, it said the king ran out early in the morning to get to the mouth of this den to see if Daniel was there. And he cried out, Daniel, Daniel, did your God save you? Daniel replied, my God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth. So they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. How many of you in a tough situation can do the uncommon thing and rely on God? Or do you run back to this world? Do you run back to the ways of this world? Do you go back to what you thought you knew? Or can you go into a difficult situation? Walk through that thing and say, I'm relying on my God. 
I'm believing. I'm leveling up my spiritual excellence. I'm relying on God. Even when it's hard, even when it's difficult, I'm relying on God. I'm not going back to what I used to do. I'm not going back to the club to make some money. I'm not going back to my ex because I need something. <coughs> I am relying on God. I'm not going back to my gambling and my old ways. I'm not going back to what used to make me feel good. I am relying on God. I'm not going back to that false wise counsel and my friends telling me all of this junk. I'm relying on God. I am going to do the uncommon thing because it's easy to run back. And so Daniel resolved in his heart. He remained steadfast. He relied on God. And the last thing that Daniel did was to revolutionize, revolutionize his domain, his whole space where he was because he leveled up his spiritual excellence because he resolved in his heart he remained steadfast and he relied on God and he didn't do it in secret he did it right out in front of everybody because he did that he was able to revolutionize his whole domain his whole area and I ask you by the way that you live this spiritual life, is anything in your domain, in your territory, in your family, on your job, is anything changed because of the way you live your life, because of the way you have leveled up this spiritual excellence? Let's revolutionize a radical and pervasive change in society and the social structure, especially one made suddenly and often accompanied by violence, revolutionized, because the Bible tells us that the kingdom suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. What if the force that you're going to take somebody's life by is just you leveling up your spiritual excellence, not you running back, not you cowering down, not you hiding who you're supposed to be, not you lift, listening to all of the negativity, but because I leveled up my spiritual excellence, Everything in my domain is now being changed. This is what Daniel did. After the king came back to that lion's den. And Daniel's like, no, king, I'm good. He sent the angel to change me. Then King Darius wrote, this is the one, king of Babylon. Daniel is in captivity along with all of the other Israelites of Judah. King Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. He said, I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, men must tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God. And steadfast forever, his kingdom is the one which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall endure to the end. He delivers and rescues, and he works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. Have you, have you considered that you could change a whole city? 
How about your whole family? Just by you leveling up your spiritual excellence, have you considered that if you just step out and do a thing, that people will see your life and decide to want to be changed? Have you considered that people that have been out in this world, strung out on cracks, they sexing, they doing whatever they doing. Have you considered that if I just show up in my spiritual excellence, that I'm not beating them over the head with the Bible. I'm not pulling them by their collar to church. I'm just showing up in my spiritual excellence. I'm just living my life. I'm not hiding back. Have you considered that they would say, Oh, whoa, I, I got to bow down to your God because he delivers, because he heals. Y'all, we have to do an uncommon thing. We are the believers of God. We have to resolve in our hearts. We have to remain steadfast. We have to rely on God. And then how about revolutionizing your whole domain? What if it means I'm not going to have a drink anymore? Because I'm leveling up my spiritual excellence. And if you see me living this out, you just might change your life. What if it means I won't smoke another blunt? I know somebody, I don't know the Bible. Is that in the Bible? It's about your spiritual excellence. It's about you changing somebody else's life. Do they matter that much or does it matter that I still want to get high, I still want to kick it, I still want to party, I still want to go to the club, I still want to watch what I want to watch, I still want to talk the way I want to talk. Or could it be that this level up season is for you in your spiritual excellence to resolve in your heart, I am different, I am uncommon. I'm uncommon. Could it be for you to remain steadfast and not keep doing a two-step in and out, in and out, in and out? Y'all got that good old two-step down real good. Because y'all keep stepping in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out of God because of what you want to do. Could it be that you have to put those prescription pills down? So that somebody could see your spiritual excellence. And I keep hearing this. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's not only about the adults in your life. The kids are watching. The kids are watching your life. I don't, I don't do that in front of my kids. Kids are more perceptive than what you think. They see more than what you think. They know more than what you think. They smell more than what you think. They know more. There are fifth graders smoking weed on campus. Fifth graders. But what if we leveled up our spiritual excellence? There are people trying to wonder how their marriage could be saved. What if you leveled up your spiritual excellence? And stop patting him on the back when he tell you he got another one and he married. Stop patting him on the back and giving him a bye when he tell you who he cheated with even though he married. Girlfriends, let's stop saying, ooh, girl, you did. Let's stop cheering him on. 
and live in our spiritual excellence. We're leveling up. And so it is time for us to stop going along to get along. It is time for us to do the uncommon thing. This is for the uncommon people. And I understand that we all getting there. We all still coming along, but I'm so glad that the leadership team decided on this theme for the first of the year. Because I want us to get to the end of this year and say that I have leveled up my spiritual excellence. That you're able to talk to me about some complex spiritual things. That I'm not just conducting myself like a baby. Now, if you're a baby, we're going to give you time to grow up. But if you've been around for a while, it's time for you to level up your spiritual excellence. And so resolve in your heart, this year I'm different. This year I'm different. This year I'm not running, hiding. I'm not hiding who I am. I'm not one person here and another. I'm set it in my heart. It's resolved. And I'm living for Christ in every way. In front of people and behind closed doors. I am remaining steadfast. Don't run away every time you hit a hiccup. Some of you separate from the church every time you get in trouble. We notice you gone. You gone again when trouble hits. Y'all, everybody in here go through trouble. But we do the uncommon thing. We remain because we are relying on God. Not on that alcohol bottle that's out there. Not on that sports book that's out there. We're relying on God. So that we might revolutionize somebody else's life. Our family. They looking to see if you're going to do it. They know you go to church. They know you be up a hill sometime. But they're waiting to see what you're going to do with it. Are you leveling up? Or do you keep falling back into that same place and so this is for all of us I love the grace of God because he gives us opportunity after opportunity and so the first thing that I'm going to pray for us is for those who don't know him those who say I, I, I do want to level up I want to be better I don't want to keep running back I believe I can change my family I think I can I can change my workplace I believe I can influence all of those youngsters in my family. I believe I can do that just by leveling up my life. But I don't know Jesus. I've never said that prayer that y'all say. But I'm going to say it today. So if you're here and you're saying, you know what? Today is my day to not be common. Today is my day not to sit in my seat and say, I'm going to let another Sunday pass by. But today, I'm going to do the uncommon thing. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not shy. I'm going to say, you know what, Lord, I need you. And I'm going to say this prayer so that I can level up my spiritual excellence. If you're in this room and you said, you know what, I need to say that prayer. I need to rededicate my life to Christ. And I'm going to be like Daniel. I'm not hiding no more. I'm, I'm going to stay right here. And I'm going to say in front of everybody, I need him. I need him. I can't continue on. If you've been gone for too long and you said it a long time ago, but you know you need to level up your spiritual excellence. 
then you can just stand where you are. If that's you and you're in the house, you say, I need to say this prayer. If you're here, then do an uncommon thing. Don't be a commoner. You can say, Lord, I'm willing. I'm willing to resolve to do the best thing for me. Doesn't matter how long you've been saved. It's all about right now. It's all about this moment. And so if that's you and you're in this place, you can raise your hand. You can stand up because I just want you to say this prayer. I see you. I see you. And I see you. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. I'm uncommon. Because I want to live an excellent life before God. I want to influence those who are around me. And so I'm praying that our team sees you because I just want you to, to have this booklet. Anybody else in this place that wants to be uncommon, I see you. Anybody else? I see you. I see you. I see you. Ah, I see you. I'm not common. I am the uncommon. And I'm not embarrassed. And I'm not embarrassed. I see you, Champagne. I, I hope that you can see everybody. Y'all keep your hand up. I'm not embarrassed. I'm doing an uncommon thing today. I'm making a decision for him today. I'm leveling up today. I'm declaring I'm up today. And so for everyone that has their hand raised... I, I feel the Holy Spirit pushing me one more time. If you're here, I, I, I can feel him pulling at you. And so just don't miss the moment. You've been common this whole time. Make a stand today and say, I am uncommon. And I'm making a choice for you, God. And so for all of you that have said, I'm, I'm uncommon today. And I'm making a decision for Christ. If, if you want to come, you can because I'm going to pray for you. But if you're, if you're okay in your seat, then, then I'll leave you alone. Um, because we did have prayer. Um, come on. Come on, girl. I'm going to pray for y'all. If you want to come, come. And we're going to say this prayer together. It's your time, Sharice. It's your time. It's your time. It's your time. I'm uncommon. And from this day forward, my life will never be the same. I see you. I see you. I see you. I'm doing an uncommon thing. I'm not common. I'm doing an uncommon thing. On today, I'm choosing. I'm choosing him. I'm to say, new way, we up. New way, we up. No, we mean that. We mean that. And when are we up? Now. We're not waiting till later. It is time for the believers of God to level up. All of the other things of this world are trying to take over. Y'all, we got to level up so we can get these people out of here. We got to level up with our lives so they can see us living it. What if you never had to open your mouth and somebody said, I'm deciding Christ because of her life, because of his life. That's what this is.
And so I pray for all of us as we go throughout this year, even for those who have visited on today. I pray that this message gets into you and that when you go to do a common thing, you say, I'm uncommon. I'm uncommon. My prayer life is uncommon. My fasting is uncommon. The things that I decide I will not defile my life with, uncommon. I don't do that anymore because I'm uncommon. I am leveling up my spiritual excellence. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. My soul say yes. yes. My soul say yes. 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 Lift those hands and tell me yes. Excellence is uncommon, and I'm one of those. I want to be uncommon. Amen. God bless the woman of God for that word today, and we're going to start, keep stirring this up of spiritual excellence, because nothing else matters if your spirit is not excellent. First things first. Amen. Amen. So we pray you're enjoying your Martin Luther King weekend and uh, all the festivities that even going on on tomorrow. Uh, I'm living the dream, and I, no matter what else is going on, I'm living the dream. Uh, and so we want to continue to enjoy your weekend after today. Those of us, those of you who are members of New Antioch Aliante, everyone is welcome, but especially those that are members of New Antioch. This Tuesday night at 6.30, we are having our vision meeting. We're doing, as we were in prayer this morning, I heard the Spirit say, this is, this is our time. This is our time. Our time is now for this Aliante campus. There's been a little bit of a hole. We haven't packed this place up, but I've heard God say, this season is our time. And so God has already given us things to do. We'll be unpacking that on Tuesday night. We'll be voting on new trustees uh, on Tuesday night. So we need you here for your input. We need you to here to catch this vision. And we, we're going to review the year as well and let you know where we're going next year. Uh, in ministry, it'll be also an opportunity for you to connect yourself with ministries 
uh, as you hear about them on uh, on Tuesday night. So please be here 6.30 on Tuesday night. Prayer is going to be at 6, so come on in early. Pray with us, and we'll go into our vision meeting uh, Tuesday night at 6.30. Then on this Saturday, we're going to have our first Just One event we have to go get those people out of the world and into the kingdom. This is what is on God's heart. This is what he's been pushing us to do. This is what is going to help explode um, this church. We don't need it for the money, for the, for the uh, numbers. We need it for the souls. This is what we do. Uh, this is why God left us here. And so our Just One event is going to be called Train, uh, Train Pray, Go. So we're all going to meet the first one we're going to do all do together over at our central campus. I need at least 10 people from Aliante. That's what I'm asking God for. That's what I'm going to try to influence. But you all use your influence as well. If we can get 10 people from Aliante to come, we're going to train for uh, about 30 minutes, practice maybe for 20, 30 minutes. So we feel confident in what we're doing. We're going to pray for God to give us divine appointments so we meet somebody that day and then the Aliante group is going to drive back here to the Aliante area and we're going to go we're going to train pray and go but we're going to go in our neighborhood so we're going to start out over there then we're going to come over here I still think we'll probably be done uh, around 11 or so 11 11 30 so we're going to walk the neighborhood we're going to find a place to go where people are um, and if nothing else we're going to walk and pray the neighborhood but believing that we're not going to leave there till we get at least just one amen so that is this saturday at 9 a.m at central campus but our prayer walk will be here at, at aliante campus after the training after the prayer uh, on Saturday, and again, I want at least 10 from uh, this church to be there. Uh, after that, we have our Leadership Advanced Conference. Those of you that are pastors, ministers, servant leaders, department heads, uh, and anyone can come to the conference, of course, uh, register at newantioch.org, uh, but it's mandatory for those that are in leadership uh, for you to be there. And what we decided to do is that first night of the conference, uh, I'm the main speaker the first night, that Thursday night, the 26th, we're going to do our ordination service. And so this church has two uh, ministers that are being ordained, uh, Minister Chantel Richardson and Minister Lamia Richardson. So I need you all in the house. Uh, so put that on your calendars. Um, January 26th, at 7 p.m. will be the first night of the conference and our ordination. I also want to invite you to a new community group. If you're not in a community group or you really just want the growth and you can do your group and this group every, other, every second and fourth Tuesday night starting on the 24th is going to be a growth group. If you feel like you're not growing, you do not have to leave New Antioch and go to another church and say, I wasn't growing over there. We are going to offer you an opportunity to do some spiritual growth. We're getting go so you can get the book. It's called uh, the, the 15 laws to 15 invaluable laws of growth. 
The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth is by John Maxwell. We're going to go through that book for our spiritual and personal growth. So that starts on the 24th. I do not want you to leave your community group. If you don't have a community group, you're welcome to come to this one. If um, you can do both, if you want to do both, uh, you can, both your group and this group. It will also be at our central campus uh, every second and fourth uh Tuesday uh, until we get through so it might be about six months <coughs> excuse me we'll do that here at uh, and then for the end of the month uh, we're having our family and friends day family and friends day our goal I'm, I'm, I'm going to set some some uh, attendance goals for us when we meet pastor I'm, I'm setting some goals but um, we, we're going to set it till we hit it we did it for the visitors and then we set another goal, and we doubled it for people visiting. But now we need people to visit and want to stay. And, and, but to, to even if they come just to hear the word and receive the Lord, that's fine with me, too. They don't have to stay. I need them to be in somebody's church. But we want to, to have a greater outreach right here at the Aliante Church. So invite your family. Invite your friends. Invite your coworkers. Uh, we're going to... Uh, you know, have the most excellent program that we can, give them a good flavor of what New Antioch is all about. So get together, start putting that on your calendar to invite family and friends on the 29th, on 5th Sunday, will be our Family and Friends Day. Amen. Uh, if all minds clear, you all have anything else? Amen. God bless you. That is our service for today. The other announcements are rolling on the screen. Um, like the dance team and other things around the screen. We can take a look at the screen while we are standing. Amen. And Pastor Sharonda. Oh, I do have one more thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have a seat. Um, Brother Isaiah wanted to say something today. He asked me if he could say something. So, you know, y'all have to remind me. Come on, Isaiah. I told you to remind me, sir. You are. Oh, you were trying. Oh, you. I couldn't get my attention. Holler. <laughs> well, Pastor said she was going to give me about two and a half minutes uh, to get my little spill in. And believe me, I'm going to get it in. But just bear with me. I'm kind of going to bring you from the past to the forward. In two and a half minutes. If, if you, I go past two minutes, just wave at me. Um, I was started out, my life was just in a mess. It was a hot mess. I can't say it any other way. And I... Uh, I went to my heavenly father and I asked God, I said, God, this is a mess. Can you please help me fix this? Then he told me, said, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to introduce you to this girl from the other side of the track. Okay. She's a socialite, okay. a red bone, something for you to know on. Then he kind of tricked me. He said she was a Cherokee. 
I thought he said she had a parakeet. And he said, we might have one little itty bitty problem. She gonna be from Boston, Massachusetts. I slapped myself upside the head. I said, God, you know I can't stand that Bill Belichick and them cheating New England Patriots. That's why they gone fishing. But she was a Yankee fan. She was trainable. So I've been training her for the last uh, 36 years. But I didn't know when I was going to meet her. I was in Jackson, Mississippi. That's a story for another day. I was sitting down eating my Vienna sausage with a bag of Lay's potato chips and a strawberry soda. I'm country. She walked in, man, my knees started knocking, teeth chattering, and I had to get up there to see her because I didn't know if I was going to see her again. So I walked up to her and I did my best Jeff Robodine. I had my rope tied around my pants. I told her, I said, ooh, hey. You'll make a man break all the rules. She looked at me up and down. She said, are you crazy? Are you trying to ask me out on a date? Ain't no man ever came at me like that. Then she had raising her voice. That's my two minutes. I'm going to bring it to a close. I'll finish it next time. But I want to wish my wife... Y'all look at a Juanita Sweet. It's her birthday today. And One more thing, Pastor. Her wish is my command. So that means I got to take her to a 10 star. Happy birthday, Miss Juanita, the new A-Diva. I call him an old, she's an old D, an original diva. Amen. Happy birthday, New Antioch loves you. We can't even tell them which birthday it is. I asked her if I could tell it, but at 83 years old, looking good. Yeah, and you right, she got her a younger man. I ain't mad at her. Before you leave, if you have not had the opportunity to give, if you would put the ways to give, some of you come uh, after we've made the offering appeal, but I need you to be blessed. I want you to be blessed. So there are five ways to give here. Uh, that's texting New Antioch at 77977. Uh, you can um, get, go to org and follow the prompts and give there. You can give by cash app, New A Aliante, two A's in there, New A Aliante on our cash app. 
Uh, and um, you can mail it in at 2550 Nature Park Drive, 89084, uh, Suite 100. But you can give in person. If you, raise, if you need an offering envelope, if you raise your hand now, you can give in person. We have an envelope. We need an envelope here. Anybody else need an offering envelope? And you can give that. Here's an envelope here to give on the way out. If you want to give cash, we also have our um, electronic giving right there as, on, as you leave. Please do not uh, leave without supporting your church. Um, someone, so there are of new copies. There are other copies of my book, um, uh, the, en the Enoch Experience. It will help you with that uh, spiritual excellence that if you also stop on the way, uh, you can get a copy of that book. The books are $25. And everyone's give. God, we thank you again for those who are giving that you bless them with unusual, uncommon blessing. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And so we are now uh, uh, standing. Sorry about that. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we ask you to send us out into this week. God, we're asking that you give us some divine appointments to, to level up our excellence and bring someone to you. We're praying for divine appointments all week in the name of Jesus that people will be saved. Now, bless us as we go. Bless us to go to our various homes and come back at the appointed time. Be a fence around us, God. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Again, enjoy your MLK weekend. God bless you.